actually tell me what your day in life is kind of like, usually? Oh my god. Generally? I don't think I have two days which are ever the same. Like, there's days where I get up at like seven and I go to uni for like eight, nine hours and then I jump onto the computer and I do work for three hours. And then there's days where I wake up at like 10 and play Stardew Valley for like the whole day <laughs> before going to sleep. <laughs> so Stardew Valley. I. I love Stardew Valley. <laughs> I played for it a bit, but I'm like, I'm not patient enough, like, to like, you know, like complete the missions. And I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I suck at it. Are you good? No, I'm so <laughs> bad at video games. Like, I love them, but I'm really bad at them. Like, I got, it's upsetting. I got my first cat, and that like when I first when I got my cat, that's when I lost all the motivation, which is like at the very beginning Isn't that of like the, the game. Third day. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I got my cat now. Mission accomplished. Bye bye. <laughs> then I was done. Yeah, I mean, I did the same thing with Animal Crossing. I thought I was gonna love it, and I bought it, and I played uh-huh. it, and I was like, this is so boring. I'm not even watering my crops. What am I doing in this game? <laughs> I mean, I feel like so I'm missing out. I, <laughs> I mean, I think I might have seen him or her, like, because I watch her TikToks, you know. Um, but yeah, like Animal Crossing, I feel like I'm like missing out big time because I don't own a Nintendo anything right now. Mm. Um, but yeah, games are games are cool. I'm not good at it, but I love watching people like play it. I like watching game plays, like playthroughs oh yeah 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 those are like the you know vicarious yeah exactly exactly like i watched like i watched the whole like silent hill series i don't know if you're familiar with silent hill but it's like complete opposite of animal crossing like people like slashing each other (laughs) but it's kind of like like a horror horror game yeah it's a horror game but it's like it's got a really nice story um and um yeah, I, I watched like uh, Detroit Become Human, which is like another like oh, big story game. That one. It's really good. Like I didn't even play the game because I don't have the consoles for it. But um, like the story is itself is so good that I watched like multiple game like playthroughs of it. Um, yeah, because it has like the different options. It's like choose your own adventure novels. I love the. Yeah, those that like that game in particular, I think has like something like twenty plus endings, which is crazy. No. Um, oh my god. But yes, please do continue with your day in life. <laughs> oh my day. Yeah. So I mean, I guess, mo- but most of the time it would be like because I'm a uh, I go to uni full time as well. So most of my day in during the week is taken up with uni and then work. Because uh, we're in lockdown, that's pretty much all I can do I can't really go anywhere after that but I'm very excited for when I can hopefully in October uh and then yeah and then there'll be days where I go into the store for the full like eight hour shift and I make candy sometimes and most of the time I'm just like I'm not actually a very good candy maker um I can't do it very well Mm -hmm. it's about strength like a lot of candy making is in strength and I am not strong Uh, But it's fun to kind of like get in there and try it out and like try to get a little bit better, even if it's like my goal is I'm never going to be like true candy maker. Mm -hmm. Uh, But otherwise, I'm just kind of filming and then, you know, I'll take that footage and I'll edit it into YouTube or TikTok videos. uh, And yeah, that's like it's it's kind of like the most flexible schedule out of anyone I know. Like I just kind of change things around for when they need to be done, which scares me sometimes because 
I like love schedules so much. I love scheduling myself. Mm. It's crazy. Oh, I recently have gotten like into the habit of like kind of religiously, um, like meticulously like designing my Google Calendar. I don't know if you use Google Calendar, but you know, like I've I only... use like still like diaries. Oh, the I OG. Love diaries. Oh, the yes, like I think I, love... I I did think about I did consider getting like a proper diary and like decorate because those actually give you a lot more like flexibility in terms of like designing the blocks and like the scheduling part but also um I'm very like spontaneous so I change my schedules all the time like I I would like plan for my day I fully ignore the diary all the time I'm just like, oh, what have I got to do today? No, not that. I want to do something else. <laughs> yeah, that's why I use I Google like making Calendar. the schedule. Yeah. Well, like, do you, like, decorate it and stuff? Like, with stickers and, like, markers? No. Um, no, usually, like, it's just kind of, like, crazy. Like, whatever. I, I just have to write the things I have to do for the week and then tick them off. And I do the little tick off because mm. that's the sense of accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. I do the crossing. I do a crossing. I used to do, like, the ticking but then I moved on to the crossing. Wasn't enough? Yeah, the ticking wasn't like, it wasn't giving me the uh, enough like sense of accomplishment. So I started like crossing the things with like red marker and the crossing would give me so much satisfaction. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll try that next. <laughs> yeah, but also like- it, it's, The thing about like to-do lists and like scheduling and taking them off is that you start to like, it's so easy to like get obsessed with it to a point where when you don't when you have days when you don't accomplish any of the things that you planned out to do then you kind of start to feel like an actual loser and it doesn't really do you well oh mentally. yeah yeah um yeah. so i try to I like that yeah so i try to like you know remind myself as much as possible that okay even if you don't do the things that you set out to do, which is sometimes on an unrealistic level, that's what I do. Sometimes I just like give myself so much, put so much on my plate that I just, I know for a fact that I'm not going to be able to do it, but I'm like, for some reason, I think I can do it. Um, but like, I try to remind myself, like, you're just a human, you know, you set out to do some un unrealistic amount of work. So if you don't do it, don't feel like a loser kind of thing. Um, I know what you mean. Yeah, uh, you gotta like pace yourself. Be like, it's okay. It's okay to take a break. Yeah, I'm trying to take it easy, but um, yeah, I'm trying to take it easy. It's just like I, I guess I'm kind of a workaholic in that sense that I kind of start to feel guilty if I'm not doing anything productive. Um, but yeah, I'm, I mean, after I'm on my having missed a break from. Uh-huh. Oh, I was just going to follow up on what you said. I'm on my mid-semester break, which means, like, I don't have uni at the moment. And I yeah. all I'm doing is, like, scheduling, like, time to, like, work, work in. And my mom's like, Annabelle, stop. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> Take a break. Mom's right. Mom is right. You gotta, like, mid-semester break is there for a reason. It's called a break for a reason, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you really, you know, I'm just like, enjoy. no, but listen to my great idea, Mom, of what I could accomplish if I just, like, gave up the next two weeks to work. Just yeah don't. it's like the payoff you know the payoff is gonna be great you know while you're like you mm. know like white knuckling through the whole work process is you know the sense of accomplishment's gonna be great after those two weeks so i know what you mean um i feel you 100 percent 
But man, like after having gone through multiple burnouts, like I know that I need to like almost discipline myself to take a break, like intentionally not mm-hmm. do anything. Um, and it's kind of kind of fricked up how when I did give gave myself um, like complete allowance to like just take a break, I was like feeling almost lost, you know, like because I didn't I don't know what to do. Like my hobby, yeah. like I was a case where, I don't know about you, but my my in my case, um, I was in a case where I my hobby used to be like my hobby became my job in a way. Oh, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. So, so like yeah, for I you, it. it was I like TikTok, it. right? I was in I was in my final year of high school doing uh-huh. like my exams and I was like making TikToks the night before and posting them before I was taking like my English HSC that would like get me into university. I was doing that. Like it was like my hobby, but it was also like I was just like, yeah, mm. it, was, it was a bit crazy. It was a crazy time. Yeah, but it's like so, you're just doing it as a sort of like a, oh, like no pressure. It's just a just a thing that everybody does that oh I'll have fun. It's a bit hectic sometimes, but no pressure, you know? But then that becomes your, like, a big thing. Like, it beca- it means something all of a sudden. Like, for me, it was music. And I was, like, I was always, like, listening mm-hmm. to music. You know, like, I like playing piano, like, as a, as a, as for fun. But then all of a sudden, this becomes my main thing. I'm, like, a musician. So I found myself all of a sudden, like, feeling a little bit lost because, oh, damn it, I don't have a hobby anymore kind of thing, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, I can't, like, I can't scroll TikTok anymore for fun because everything feels like, every time oh I watch a gosh, video, yes. it's like, how am I going to make th- that, like, sound or that trend into something I can do? And, I like, I just, I, I spend hours scrolling, but it's like, none of it is enjoying. It's just like, how could I do that? It's, ugh. You I have like, no so I, idea. I just... <laughs> you have no idea how hard that hit me just now. It's like... It's like an occupational hazard almost. Like you can't do what you used to do for fun anymore almost. Like I don't yeah. really scroll scroll through Instagram anymore because um like it's I see like other artists like posts and I'm like, "Oh, damn it. Like I should I should do this. I should do that for my artist." kind of yeah. thing. Um so it's like I don't I really do the... Yeah. I only enjoy Instagram still cuz I have my like public Instagram account which is like I make candy and then I have like my personal one which is just like random pictures of like my dog uh-huh. and like I, I'm happy to scroll on there because like everything on there is stuff completely devoid from work it's like crappy memes and like places to visit and then I go on the work one and it's like oh candy candy he's an influencer which is nice too but it's like it's nice to separate them a bit I found I think Annabelle Annabelle? Hello? <laughs> Annabelle. Annabelle is gone. Where's Annabelle? Annabelle. I think we lost you. Annabelle. Hello? 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 Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think I lost. No, it's fine. It's fine. I think we lost you for a second. It's fine. My um, internet is terrible. Australia has like the worst internet out of like... Everywhere. Oh really? Is it's, it? It's is so it just sad. like a? It's like a national thing. Yeah, it's like and a national nationwide. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
you have like a like a yeah. do you not have like an Ethernet cable? You know, like one of those. No, like, like we have internet. It's just super slow. Like, just internet it's, it's in like general. Insanely slow. Yes. Oh. We have like we have days where like the internet will just black out, and then our internet providers will like give us days of like free data service to make up for it. Whoa. What about what yeah. about the data? The, uh, do the data service works work okay? Um, I just switched to my data, so it should it's it is faster than internet here. <laughs> I don't have five G. I wish, but <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. No, don't worry. I'm still on three G. But like the thing about Korea <laughs> is that like people in Korea are crazy about like internet. So if in case they don't get the service that they had paid for, people are going to get angry. They're going to get mad. Uh. So, <laughs> the standards for internet service in general, like with data, internet, everything, is like, like way just like crazy. The standards are like I, I, <laughs> I almost sometimes feel sorry for like the people in the internet industry, whatever they call them, because <laughs> the standards are so high, so up there. Um, but yeah, internet's internet's pretty. It's, it's okay. I mean, Korea. here we've got like all these phones that can connect to 5G, but Australia barely has 5G, like anywhere. So <laughs> like my like my dad, he has like the whatever iPhone could first connect to 5G. He bought that, and he doesn't get 5G anywhere. It's oh, like it's man, a completely useless feature here. <laughs> Well, it's terrible. It's 4G. Like, I'm actually, like, I don't know anything about internet. Like, I'm just like, as long as it works, okay, I'm good. So I think I'm still still on 3G. Um, Is 4G a thing in Australia? Yeah, we've got 4G. Okay. As far as I know, it just the numbers going up means better. That's what I know about internet. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also this thing called LTE. And I don't know what that is. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. What that is. <laughs> no, me neither. I think we're all, we're both in the blind here. Um, I do want to like ask you a bit about uni because um, I read mm. that you used to major in medical science and then you kind of hated it and then you transferred to um, marketing, which is like a completely opposite. It seems like in terms of the yeah. the, the profession. Um, can you tell me a little bit about, like, what it was about medical science that you hated? Like, or didn't like as much as you thought you would. Oh, yeah. Sorry, you just cut out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, basically, the story, the story kind of goes, um, it, I was in, like, my last year of high school, which, like, everyone knows is, like, the super stressful year where you do, like, mm. your university entrance things and... Uh, it's, and it's, you know, it's like in Australia, it's like anything else. It's like super stressful. Um, and the, like, you know, the pandemic hit. So we like, cause it's, cause this, like the candy store is my parents' business. So they both own it together and they both run it together. And we pretty much lost all our revenue cause we did custom candy for like weddings and events and business functions. Uh, and so we just like lost, like everybody canceled those events. So we lost like all our business, like zero. Uh, and so we decided to keep it going by like live streaming and switching on to a little bit of like social media, which we didn't know if it would work, but we figured it was better than just like giving up and losing everything. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so I kind of started working there because, you know, we could, we had no business, so we couldn't afford to pay staff. So I was going in and working for free just to like making candy, packing bags. And then I started doing the TikTok a little bit later. Yeah. So I was doing that my final year of high school, uh, and then also doing, you know, all my studies, uh, and so, but you know, then we kind of got this like a little bit of success on like Facebook and TikTok and then YouTube a bit later which has been really interesting. Uh, and so I was then kind of managing that as well. Uh, so I finished, sorry, this is so like not succinct at all. Oh, no, no, no. Just <laughs> but, go ramble, ramble as much as you want because I love hearing people ramble. I just love it. Go for it. Um, yeah, but I've always like been absolutely fascinated by chemistry, biology, mathematics. Like to me, it's just like my bread and butter. I have so much respect for anyone who does it. I love doing it. Uh, and so like naturally to me, I thought what I should do was medical science because it's like it all fits together so nicely. <laughs> uh, and you would be doing like I really wanted to go into like drug development or like um, oh, just like creating new technologies that could help people. Like I was really interested in things like vaccines, especially cancer treatments. Like you can act like they're working on cancer vaccines, which I always thought was fascinating. Um. Yeah, it was really cool oh, <laughs> when I studied it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, like, medical science, it kind of evokes that sense of, like, it's not, med- it's not medical school because they're two different things. So, like, medical uh-huh. schools, it's, like, own, you need a I, – I don't know what the system is in Korea, but in Australia you get, like, your final, your final mark is, like, a ranked thing. So you're ranked against everyone else in the state and you come out in a percentile. And basically, you know, to get into something like – Medi- like medical school, you need a 99.95 ATAR, which is like the highest you can get. And it's the same for law. So <laughs> I didn't want to go to medical school. I don't want to be a doctor. That's terrifying. <laughs> but I liked medical science. And I got the mark to get into that. Uh, at like I got into Sydney University, which is like the big university in Australia, mm-hmm. which, is, which is like my dream university. Uh, and I started going... And I really, really realized I hated it. <laughs> like I did all this work, I got really good grades, and I hated, I hated, the, I hated the degree so much. <laughs> I was so unhappy. Uh, like I was work, like I was like the the workload. I'm sure some people can handle it. Like some people are amazing. I couldn't handle it. It was like. I would show up there at nine. I would leave university at six. I would get home at 7.30. I would eat. I would go do my homework. It was like, I, <laughs> it was too much. So I mid-semester break, I dropped mm-hmm. it. I decided I didn't want to do the degree anymore. I was in debt. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but uh, <laughs> university debt in Australia is okay. Uh, I don't know. Again, I don't know about Korea, but they do like the system where if like once you start earning over a certain amount, they start withdrawing it automatically right, from your student paycheck. Debt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, but that you don't earn interest on it or anything. It's just the set amount. Yeah, which is great. Um, I as a system, I think it's pretty good. Um, but yeah, so I then applied for a different course at a different university in media and marketing because uh, you know, that was kind of the next thing. I was like, oh, I've, I've kind of done this. I I know a bit about marketing. Mm. I know a bit about the media. <laughs> Uh, and I got into that, and it's what I'm doing now, and I really love it, actually. I'm loving, I'm love, like, I love the media part. 
and I love mark the marketing part. It's really interesting, uh, and so I'm a lot I'm a lot happier doing that. Do you? Because it, I mean, in a way, it is like in direct correlation to what uh, your your TikTok account to your family business about like candy making and documenting the process and you know gaining community and audience, right? It's in it's kind of like what you do is your kind of media, media job. Marketing. Yeah, 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 media marketing. So do you find that like what you're learning on your course right now is like helping with uh, with your TikTok or like any other social media presence? Um, it definitely is like we, um, yeah, like 100% because a lot of what you learn in like marketing is about digital marketing and like here's an example of someone doing digital marketing and I'm like, I do that. Um, or like in, in some of my media units, we talk about like micro celebrities uh, and like what is like what is their role in society and, you know, what are the dangers of like looking up to micro celebrities or like what is what are they and how do they impact us and looking at like influences like James Charles or something like mm-hmm. that. And that's really fascinating as well. Like it's it kind of something that pertains a bit to me as well. Mm. So I, I, you know, I'm a bit self-centered. I love when things are about me. <laughs> Oh yeah, we. I think we all do, right? In a, I in think a everyone. Yeah. Way. I think we all do. I think we hate to admit it, but I think we all do like it being all about us. You know. Oh, do you? <laughs> so, do you consider yourself a micro celebrity? May I ask? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I would consider myself a micro celebrity in the same way I might consider you a micro celebrity. Only because the work I do is so unfocused on me. It's not about mm. me. It's about everybody in the shop. It's more of like, and really it's about my dad. He's the star of the show. Um, he's amazing, by so, the way. So, yeah, right? I don't. <laughs> he's amazing. Oh, my, my dad's dad is amazing. Like a fascinating man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you want to get him on a different, like if you want to get him on at another time, I'm sure he, he loves doing podcasts. Oh my gosh. I'd love to have him on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would invite him in now, but he's not here. <laughs> Sorry, Dad. Yeah. It's all about me. No, right now it's all about um, yeah. you, Annabelle. <laughs> <laughs> no, but then I would, I would like because it's not focused on me. I don't know if I would consider myself actually a micro influencer, but I would consider you one because you know your work is like, especially your music and stuff. It really is about you and your authentic self over like not micro influencer, micro celebrity. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a weird, like, this, the word celebrity kind of, like, um, I wouldn't say, like, I have an allergic reaction to it or anything, because I have my own idols as well, right? Like, I look up to certain people, mm. um, but also I found that as, like, a human being, as I am with as anybody else, I find that, like, idolization does, just doesn't make me feel good very well like very good mentally nah. like um so therefore i don't think i want to be one either kind of thing like I, I think like it's like the the whole celebrity culture and like idolization and like this whole like creates this whole like unnecessary hierarchy um when like i think we're all just the same people um it's just that are some of some people's work are a little more like well known than other people, so therefore they they're more recognized than other people. But I don't think that makes anybody more influential or more impactful or better than anybody else. You know, 
Um, and in my case, I mean, I, I agree with you that like, yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you that like no one's better than anyone else. Like no, like no one is better than everyone else. No one deserves anything better than anyone else. But like the fact is that I think some people are more influential. Like Kim Kardashian is always going to be like more influential than like mm. me. I'm never, I don't want to be Kim Kardashian, but <laughs> she is more like, she, she like can influence more people. She can influence what they do. And it, it is true. So I think that like there is a like but she's she's 100 percent a celebrity there's no world in which she's a micro celebrity yeah no but, she's um, not a micro yeah. she's a she's a macro or <laughs> whatever. She's, yeah she's Opposite. a big she's a big she's celebrity a big yeah she's a big one um yeah i mean i think i so in my case like if i were completely honest with you when you say like you don't want to be kim kardashian like i would be like oh no i don't want to be kim kardashian either but if like a genie came up to me, like a like a wishing fairy or whatever, came up to me and be like, if you could have as much influence as Kim Kardashian or Kanye West or I don't know Jesus Christ, whatever, um, that would, would you, be a lot. <laughs> that would be a lot of things to <laughs> to take up. I on. think he That'd might trump the other two, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe that's not on the same caliber. But you would would you take it? And I think. To be completely honest, I don't think I'll I'll say no to it. I think I'll like, oh, I'll take it and mm-hmm. see how it goes, you know? And I kind of sometimes am grossed out by that thought. The fact that I indulge in the fact that I do want to have more recognition. I do want to, like, I do want to be more important kind of thing. Um, And I think that's why, like... I try to go the opposite way. Like I want to show the unglamorous, the less, um, the less like fabricated part of myself as much as possible on my social media or like on YouTube or TikTok, wherever. And I think that's why I love, um, and all the while doing that, I can still be like a micro influencer or influencer or like a quote unquote public figure. Right. And I think Hmm. um, having more people like that doing something like that is I hope that has a place for for people, because like we see so many of the people out there who are like always showing like the glammed up version, the photoshopped version, the airbrushed version. And like we see little um, we see little parts of their lives that are like highlights of like the best moments. Mm. Right. We see the most glamorous part of their life we see the most fancy the most like the highlighted version of their daily life when you know we know for a fact in our deepest minds that that's not how their whole entire life is like um we're only seeing the highlights but i think when we keep seeing that we kind of start to unconsciously feel like we're less than um and you know end up feeling like oh i don't know my life maybe isn't as special or as these this these people, my personality isn't as quirky as these people, um, and that's that's why I think I do these kind of podcasts where I do certain things um, for my contents that I hope will bring some people some solace that it's not as you know life isn't supposed to be as glamorous as it seems on social and other other parts of social media, and I think I really like that about your candy making 
um, TikTok account as well because you're just documenting like the everyday life, and I think that's why that's that's what people are drawn to. They just they just see the fun parts of it. It's it can be fun. It can be kind of it can be fun, you know. But also at the same time, that's what your life is like daily, right? Yeah, I mean. The, the videos of the, on my TikTok that always go best are the ones where, like, I'm doing just terribly. Mm. It's like, oh, I can't do... Like, and it's, it's, it is true that I'm not, I'm not the best candy maker. And we, we discussed that already. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's like a lot of it... A lot of the time I feel like I've created a sphere in which I can't actually... Like, because videos of me not doing very well always go better. That's a lot of what I post. And then it's like, oh, I'm actually not this bad. And a lot of the time <laughs> it gets to a point where I'm like, oh, I wish people would stop making fun of me. <laughs> the videos I posted about the things I posted about making fun of me. <laughs> so I'm in a bit of a loop there. Um, I don't mind it too much. Uh, but yeah, I feel like the unfiltered thing is... Yeah, like, none of my videos are filtered. Like, that's literally just what we do every day in the shop. Like, I make candy, pack candy, <laughs> be around, eat candy. That one's oh, yeah. important. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously we do, like, you know, we filter out some things, like, you know, the bad language. We're Australian. Um, so it gets <laughs> through sometimes. But we try to keep it kid-friendly, <laughs> which is hard. Um yeah, I mean, I think being online is, like, there's certain things do have to be filtered out, like, the things that aren't going to be appropriate, like the bad language, or just, like, the te- like there is tedium as well to working in a candy store, like, there is in any job, like, you could love your job, but sometimes it is just, like, some days it's just, like, I gotta go to work, and I have to make this video, and then I'm gonna, so, you gotta, like, you gotta make it fun when you can, but... Like, the reality is sometimes it just is work. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of like... It, I think that's, like, it's a it's a gray area where I know I just said that, like, a lot of the things that we see on social media is, like, the highlighted version of, like, the whole thing that's not as glamorous as that 1.5 seconds of the, of the video that mm-hmm. we see. Um, but also, I do believe... That, you know, we can make something that that's a little tedious into something that's fun, you know. And I see, like, I, I remember seeing, like, a particular TikTok where it was, like, a time lapse of of the whole process of you making the candy from beginning till end. And it's, like, that's fun. Like, I think we all want to, you know, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, a six-hour video of you just making candy from beginning till end. <laughs> but, like, a time lapse enough we do that. is enough. Yeah, I know. It's, like... You know, we on don't Facebook, to... we've got our like hour, hour and a half videos that are like people watch them somehow. I'm just always like, how is this? That's I the thing. I, I'm glad you like it, but wow. <laughs> Maybe you should do live stream. Do you live stream as well? Yeah. On the Twitch? process of making candy. No, on we do it on Facebook actually and uh-huh. YouTube. Um, the process of making candy generally takes from 30 minutes to one and a half hours, depending on what you make and how you make it. So, and people actually really enjoy watching it. We've like had some videos go absolutely insane. It's really awesome. But yeah, it's, it's not like six hours, but no, we do do like several batches a day. So you are making, sorry, (laughs) you are making candy for quite a bit of time in the day. 
it is crazy that it is crazy how some people watch those kind of stuff like and they and they enjoy it they just like i think it's therapeutic you know if you think about it it's therapeutic and i myself watch videos like that i've recently been watching a lot of these like sand cutting videos or like oddly satisfying videos that go on for hours on youtube have you seen one uh, I haven't seen it myself, uh, but I imagine it a bit like people who watch like four hour streams of Minecraft. It's kind you know, of like... like that. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but maybe like less talking. Um, so if you like ever have some time on YouTube, just like search sand cutting videos and you'll see like out people cutting sand for like an hour. <laughs> It's just like they just cut sand for an hour and that's the whole video. They don't talk. They don't do anything. It's just cutting sand. It's just oddly satisfying. And I remember like I was on, I, I, I rarely go on Twitch to like actually watch any of the Twitch streams. I just Twitch, I just stream myself, but sometimes I would go there and just like click an, a, a random video and it would be just this dude eating pasta and that's that's all he's doing and there's like two there's like two thousand people watching him eat pasta there's a there's two thousand people watching a dude eating pasta and that's it and it's kind of odd what people are drawn to to just just to watch and it kind of fascinates me and i think more and more people nowadays are drawn to the the unfilteredness you know just just mm. things just the way it is you know and i think that's the way to go that's the trend nowadays i think yeah it's a i think being trend. authentic yeah being authentic is one of the um traits of being a micro celebrity is mm. how authentic you are i feel more like being more authentic than an actual celebrity Just what are what are the other elements oh well let me get my notes out <laughs> oh please do um oh there's like there's like a whole lot there's well it's not too many but a lot about it is being authentic and then also being attainable. Like, you know, as a person, you're someone who they can they can and expect to be able to sort of contact and engage with. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't expect to, like, be able to contact Tom Cruise. But you kind of expect to be able to, like, if you wanted to, like, message an influence and be like, oh, my God, you're so cool, you're amazing. And then to be like, oh, thank you. Mm. You know, like, you're a bit more, like, you're a bit more engaged with your audience than, uh, like, just a celebrity. That is, yeah, that is so true. Like, I, I, some of the, like, musicians that I just can't stop loving are the ones who I had some sort of an engagement with. Like, um, I mean, there are obviously people that I just love unconditionally. I don't care if I've never, like, gotten a like from, uh, for my comment. I don't care. I just still love them. But there are, like, artists that I, rem- I just love them for their engagement, like, for the little memory that I got. Like, I remember um, there is an artist called Sam Henshaw, and um, I just I just love his music, of course, but I remember I, like, posted a random cover that I did of one of his songs, on, and I posted it on Twitter, and he liked it. And I was like, just that one heart, like, was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is a highlight of my life. This is the highlight <laughs> of so my life. So cool. Yeah, I know. And it's like... It's those little things. Like I remember, like I'm a big fan of Han as well, um, the the duo, and like they liked one of my t- tweets as well. I don't know why it's like there's a thing about tweet that is more accessible than anything else. Uh, but like, 
that's like another highlight of my life, you know? And like as a as a music fan, as a as a fangirl myself, I know how meaningful it is to like get some sort of an interaction back from your favorite person. So I try to do that as much as I can too, you know. Do you do you do that? Like yeah. do you reply to like comments or like DMs or you know, engage? Um I I do. I I try like I try my best cuz I get I'm just like I try to do all the comments and then I go to my DMs and I see the little like unread folder and it's like 99 mm. plus and I'm like, "Oh, that's a problem for tomorrow." But then I get to tomorrow and I'm like, "Oh, now there's more." <laughs> and I just like one day we'll sit down and go through them. But like I sometimes I just don't know how to answer them. I get so nervous. I'm like, "Oh, I'm not even going to be funny. I'm just going to say thank you." I mean, there are I don't, know how to... I don't know what kind of DMs that you get, but there are sometimes you get a lot of creepy ones. There, there are some really creepy ones. I got to admit there's some... I don't <laughs> respond is... to the creepy ones ever. I'm just like, "No." They're all like, "Can you please date me?" And I'm like, Who "Yeah." Are you? <laughs> I got, no. I, got a, I got a really um, a funny one that like a funny, creepy one where it was like, you know, um, like on DMs, you can actually like check the actual message and not like have it mm. as read, you know. Um, and there was this really funny one where it was like three messages over the course of like three months. So it was like one message per month. Right. And it was like the first message was like, hey, I love your music. And then the second message that came like a month later was like, um, can you please reply to me? And then the third message, the last one that came after a month was like, marry me. <laughs> that was the third one. And I mean, just, that, was the, that was the last message that I got. It, like, it doesn't freak me out because I don't think these people like wish me anything like bad. It yeah. freaks me out because I feel like in their mind, like they know me better than they do. I'm always like, oh, but like I mean I don't know this person at all but I, like you feel like you know me and then I feel bad that I didn't respond and then I'm like oh I don't like I don't know how to handle that kind of relationship it's like it never gets explained to you obviously mm. like, yeah I know what you mean it's like I, I I think there are definitely like fans of mine who I like remember them I remember them they're always on my stream like I talk to them on discord yeah. so there 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 are a couple of fans that I know I feel like I know better than than other people but um but sometimes you know those kinds of dms or messages that I get are like oh I don't know like I don't know what to what to say back like um so I just kind of leave it and then and and then I think like oh I'll I'll think for the better I think about I'll think of like the best answer that I can give to that person and then I'll come back but I never really did because it's like I think it'll always be a bit of a a bit of an odd one. Mm. Um, I but I always struggle with the ones you like reply to like they're just like hi I love your videos and I'm like oh well thank you so much like I'm so glad you enjoy. And then, like, they start a conversation with you, and you're like, oh, this is, like, totally normal. And then, then it turns to not normal, and you're like, oh, no, I've made a mistake. <laughs> but then you don't yeah. want to stop answering other people who are just as nice. Like, it's such, it's such a hard thing to navigate, because you don't know who's going to, like, weird out on you. <laughs> yeah. And I it's, worry, because I don't want people to think I don't like them. <laughs> yeah, and, and I think... 
I think if they're genuine fans, they would understand, though. You know, like they they like for me, for instance, like you know the 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 tweets that were liked by the original artist. I didn't expect like a comment back from them, and I'm fine with it because I know they would probably be getting a lot of these things, and they don't have enough time to like respond to every single one of them and turn it into a whole like thread of conversation. So I think if they're real fans. They would understand. They would understand not being able to continue the conversation till the end of the world, you know, um, because they should mm-hmm. expect. They should know that you know you've got a lot of these coming in, and um, that's kind of part of your part of your existence. That's part of your um, uh, person. That's part of your uh, job almost. Um, so yeah, they would understand. Hopefully. Um, well, we're yeah. like, do you have any like really wholesome messages or comments that you can re- re- you can remember in particular? Oh, we get like we get so so many that are like like as a like as a individual, I don't get as many, but as like someone who manages our like I manage um also like all the me- like the messages on like our Facebook accounts, mm-hmm. um, and we we get a, we do get a lot on there about like people who are responding to us live streaming through the pandemic is like you guys have just been like such a point of like communication and interaction and like really pulled me out of this that like they're amazing and then the other thing we've done is um we do a lot for kind of like autism awareness and supporting especially like autistic kids who may feel uh more like shunned and not like not like they feel like they don't have enough support so we, we kind of focus on charities. They're going to help them feel better about themselves and like find places where they're comfortable. Um, and so we've done things like that say like ASD is okay in candy and we live stream that. And the, just the amount of messages we get from doing something like that are just incredible. Like people who didn't, didn't, weren't diagnosed until they were like 40, just messaging us and going, I can't believe that you've done this. This is incredible. Like, thank you. Or, like, people whose, like, kids have been struggling in school just messaging us saying, I showed them your live stream and they, like, couldn't stop watching. It's, like, it, like we get the most amazing messages as well. Like, it's That's so amazing. Amazing. It's so cool. That's amazing. And I would say, like, I'm sure, I don't, I don't know if you agree, but I'm, I'm sure you would. It's, it's those, like, individual messages that actually bring the most fulfillment than, like, big 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 numbers you know like and obviously you know mm. reaching certain um what is it what's stone what's that word stone milestone, uh, milestone. <laughs> yeah <laughs> reaching certain milestones in terms of like numbers is also very accomplishing and very empowering because you know it, it's like you're getting um you're you're getting paid back for all the hard work that you did and it, it it's showing but it, that is also very accomplishing, but also something that is just as accomplishing as that is like getting individual messages from people saying that, like, I have actually impacted their daily life. I have actually made some sort of a positive impact um, for somebody out there. And that just like makes me feel so wholesome, like it's the most wholesome thing in the world. Um, like, I remember mm-hmm. I got it, got a message from someone who was like, who said, they were going through like chemotherapy for their cancer. And it's like, while my music couldn't c- cure their cancer, it really did help them like get through some hard moments. And that was like, oh my oh God, my like this is 
yeah it just it just made me like that's so great yeah it's really it's just it was really something and i like i think that moment those are the moments that like really hit me hard where damn like this really like it's working like it's paying off like i do feel like it's paying off when i get messages like those um from like individuals um but yeah it's it's great it's kind of weird but it's great because it's like it started as something that was (laughs) i'm sure you agree but it started as something that was like just in my room in your case it would probably just have started from the candy shop it was like it wasn't something that I yeah, I had imagined. to beg dad to let me start TikTok. <laughs> really? Yeah, he was like, I don't even know what it is. I was like, please, let me just do this. <laughs> he was like, fine. <laughs> let me just do this. It's important, dad. It's important. It'll work. <laughs> and it's, it's crazy how something that started from, like, domestically in this little shop, in this little room... Came, became something that like reaches people from like in Brazil, in Korea, in America, and like all over the world, and it's crazy, isn't it? So wait, do you live in Korea like all the time, or are you from the U.S. Then sorry, I'm just. <laughs> oh no, I I live in Korea like pretty much all my life, except for a few odd years that I was living in the states. Um, and recently the UK, cause that's where I, uh, studied graphic design. Cause I dropped out of my original, um, degree as well. Cause I hated it too. Twins. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, yeah, except for a few years, I lived all my life, um, spent all my life in Korea. And I do get that question a lot. Cause like, cause of my ac- accent. Um, oh, also I when I originally, um, emailed Truman, he said that you were only in Korea at the moment or something. So I was like, oh, okay cool <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm right now i'm in korea pretty much like 24 7 i mean yep korea all the way <laughs> have you i'd been love to... to visit korea oh yeah i was no, gonna I ask haven't. have you been i've been to sydney like uh, for for uh, a week and it was really cool i yeah, I love Sydney. It's awesome. I <laughs> I, I would love here. to. I I'm so sad that I never actually got to like walk around the city and like actually get to see the little little shops and like whatever like just the ins and da- ins and outs of the the city because it was like on a tour thing and they just oh, carried yeah. me everywhere and I was pretty much on the bus all the time. Um, it was beautiful though, and I'd love to go back and like just get to see the ins and outs. Um, but I think you would like Korea. Like it's it's I would say it's definitely very different from from Australia. Everything's very compact, like very close by. Um, like I don't. Uh, it, it's very small, like very mm. cutesy, very small. Because um, it's because it, it's a fairly small country too. Um, yeah, like so comparatively like, in geographic size, it's like tiny yeah it's very 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 small um but the food is great i don't know if you enjoy night nightlife at all alcohol a little bit of dance time maybe a little little bit (laughs) yeah nothing i I mean i'm sure i will when i finally leave lockdown um i turned 18 in lockdown i oh no you have not gotten (laughs) i've I've been to the pub 
I haven't gone, like, I didn't get a chance to go, like, clubbing or anything. So I'm very excited to do that. I know. Yeah, I'm 19 now. (laughs) Oh, my God. I just realized, yeah, you went to college, like, during the pandemic. Oh, my God. You have got to. Damn it. (laughs) Now I got to, like, you're, you got to, I got to get you out there. (laughs) I mean, like, I'm not a big, like, I'm not a big huge going out person like a clubbing person but I had to go through that phase of going out like every night to find out that I'm not a clubbing person and I'm not gonna lie I had a lot of fun I had a lot of fun Hmm. just like well I've already bought the outfits (laughs) oh my gosh what did you get did you get a dress so many sparkles just like anything I could get with sparkles (laughs) I was like that's what I want yeah and some platform (laughs) heels because girl you can't miss out on those platform heels but also platforms are the best for like dancing as well oh no that's fine who says you can't rock a platform (laughs) like you can't rock a heel when you're when you're tall very true very true you probably look like a model you probably look like Mm. a model in real life I mean I seen you briefly like your full shot in on TikTok and you already look like a model and then you know, I probably look like a, you know, I probably look like a, I don't know. <laughs> I probably look really small no. next to you. I had this thing, like, I really want to get well, how, how tall are you? I'm like, um, do you use feet or centimeters? I have centimeters. Oh, yeah. That centimeters the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I never got, yeah, feet, foot, I don't get what it even means. Um, I'm 163 centimeters. Uh, I'm 171, but oh, I was man. so distraught finding that out because every time I measured myself, I was 169 and I thought that was fantastic. And then the doctor was like, no, nope. <laughs> that's not your correct height. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> please let me, please just tell let me, me that this. I'm 169. No, that's great. You should be a model. Wait, no. Ugh, sorry. This sounds like so much effort. It's it does like... look. It does sound like a like like a lot of effort. Like the the makeup and like it's like you can't you can't you probably like have to wear tons of makeup every single day and like you're probably gonna get pimples from all the makeup products and it's like gonna be a massive occupational hazard. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just gotta. Go I feel like it. even. I feel like even though, you know, even if models aren't starving themselves, they also, like, have to adhere to very strict diets. Yeah. And, like, I don't know about you, but I have empty Reese's Pieces things on my desk right now. So it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, yeah. I mean, like, have you heard of these, like, crazy methods that, that models use to, like, not eat? There was this, oh, like, had... I, I, I got to tell you this. <laughs> you're probably going to want to munch on some more Reese's, Reese's products after hearing this because it <laughs> grosses me out. But apparently, oh, no. I heard that, like, some models, there was this technique where they, like, soak up orange juice with tissue and they eat the tissue because they're, like, no. <laughs> they're, like, filling their stomach with tissue orange, orange tissue. And I'm, like, no. please don't. Get at least a salad. Don't eat tissue. It's not probably tissue has more. I just more feel cal- like I feel so bad. I know. Like don't eat <laughs> pro- tissue. Probably has more calories than a salad too. So I don't get why I don't, they. I don't know. Don't don't eat tissue. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> going so- to. Yeah. So yeah. Don't become a model. Actually, I take that back. 
But girl, you gotta get out. <laughs> gotta get. But have you I know, been? I want to so bad. You will. I I feel what? like it's 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 close. the 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 moment is close. I it feel is. like everybody's getting vaccinated. You know, I went to America and it was like everybody's like out there. It's it's almost like the pandemic has never happened. So I don't. It's not. It's definitely not oh, like okay. that in Korea. But um, hopefully, it's not like that in Australia. Oh really? Is it like still no, very it's... masked? The the issue with Australia is like we're we're, we're terrified of COVID because we actually had like long periods of like literally no COVID. Well, like there was a little bit, but like in our hotel quarantine system, so like we're now like super terrified of COVID, and so like we ha- like our states are cut. Con- oh, can you still hear me? Yep, all good. Okay, sorry, my inter- I just got that like internet unstable notification. But, like, so our states are currently, like, all close to each other. We've got, like, Queensland doesn't let, like, the second one state has a case of coronavirus, they don't, they shut the border. It's, like, insane. Um, and we're all in lockdown um, at the moment. And we're going to be released from lockdown when we get to 80% full vaccination, which they're thinking is going to happen in October. I'm booked in for my second shot. I'm very excited. Yes! so excited oh my gosh yeah, I, so I just bit, got my first crazy. shot just a few days ago yeah but hopefully did you get sick at all i got so sick really i just got really sore arms and i couldn't hold my arm up like for over like this this angle and i got really oh, okay. sleepy that didn't happen to me got really sleepy i got these like the fever chills and oh, like my no. whole body hurt and I was like awake in bed at like 4 a.m. shivering, but I couldn't move because my whole body hurt. I was like, I can't even get another blanket. Wait, was that but the second shot or the first one? That was the first shot. Wait, I got my AstraZeneca one, <laughs> which is meant to be like, like worse. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Everybody I my got... age in Australia gets Astra. Really? What about Pfizer? Because there's no, get... we don't have any. We don't have any. Like no, we've Pfizer? got Pfizer. We have it. But um, it's so hard to get your hands on that, like, even though my age group isn't technically recommended to have AstraZeneca, Astra, yeah, we can't wait. Like, we can't wait to have a Pfizer shot because we don't have any. And like, the stuff we do have has to go to like, uh, people who are have at risk heart conditions and stuff. Right. So everyone just like, I mean, like, the risk of dying is literally so small. Like, you're more likely to die from a blood clot on birth control. But like, yeah. So we all get AstraZeneca. <laughs> Yeah, the blood clots, like, in Korea, we've got, they actually banned it. They banned AstraZeneca for people oh. under, like, 30s. But also, like, they banned it for the blood clot reasons as well. But it was only, be- it was not because people were dying, but actually because people were, like, concerned so much that they were, like, telling the government mm. to just shut it down altogether. But, uh, yes, I have heard that, like, the blood clots, you can get those blood clots from like using tampons too um but like yeah it's like you're more likely to get blood clots any other way like honestly i was not worried getting astrazeneca yeah yeah so um but do you get second shot as well do you have you got the second shot coming up okay not not yet i just booked it in today i actually have a huge needle phobia like really bad like really serious yeah it it hurts like the i don't mind like the actual pain but the thought of something going into like piercing through my skin actually gives me a lot of anxiety it just 
I don't look. Oh, yeah, I had, like, the last time I got mine, I had, like, four panic attacks before I got there. And then I was, like, crying and sobbing and, like, in there. And, like, I had to make my dad come with me. (laughs) Hold my head so I can't look. And, like, the nurses are, like, so concerned. I promise I do want it. And it's like it's embarrassing too, because it's like I know it's so I'm, I know I'm gonna be like oh that was nothing after you actually get the shot, but like like right till right before you get the shot, it's just like no, <laughs> it's really embarrassing. But I feel you hundred percent. So I also have a lot of I actually hate drawing blood more than injecting stuff in, like because the thought of like something coming out from like being sucked in from like a needle is just no um and also like those needles that they use for drawing blood is thicker than like ones that you that they use for injections it's like the holes bigger like the needles bigger so extra extra anxiety wow Um, i hate this conversation (laughs) i know i think that's a good note to end our conversation today actually (laughs) we Uh, hate needles yeah we hate them, but I love the vaccine because I'm going to get to the pub. <laughs> I cannot wait for you to go out with your friends and Thank go you. clubbing and find out if you like sniffing other people's armpits or not. Because you do have <laughs> is that to. Something... Yep. If, it, if you go to a crowded club, you are going to sniff some armpits, but that's fine. Everybody sniffs. Like, is it just other. like I can smell them or I'm doing it on purpose? <laughs> I think that depends on the armpit that you're going to end up smelling. But fortunately, in my case, I didn't smell any like super smelly armpits. It was just sweaty, you know? That's fine. Yeah. I don't smell anything, you know, particularly terrible. <laughs> Un- unbearable. But it's it's fun. It's really fun. Like the, the music and like. You know, with your, especially with your friends, like, it's just like, you just have a blast. Um, and I can't wait for you to try it out. I can't wait. Thank you. Fun. <laughs> um, thank you so much, Annabelle, for coming today. Um, let's do a little thank thumbnail. Thank you for having me. No, it was fun. It was really fun. <laughs> let's, I was just going to say, let's do a little thumbnail shot. Like, something like. Okay. Look, look, your best self. <laughs> You're beautiful already, but like, just flaunt it, girl. Do it. <laughs> I can't. It's too much. This is my...